Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the best morning routine ever. I am your host, Lunid Lewis. And today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest, an honorable guest to the show, Valerie Priester. She is a powerhouse coach for women entrepreneurs and specializes in mindset and money breakthrough. Who does not need that? Okay. So she assists her clients in overcoming confusion, frustration, and overwhelm in both their business and personal life. And in the You know, it's a thin line between the two and they they tend to blend into each other. And so it's imperative to know how to have the mindset, the healthy mindset around it. So she has been doing this for years, empowering women confidently to build sustainable, profitable businesses. So with no further ado, Valerie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Lunid. It is my pleasure to be here and I'm super duper excited to share all of the wonderful things about mindset and what we need to really be successful. And you are absolutely right. One of the things I always say is you cannot separate business and life. They go hand in hand. And what we learn is how we do one thing is how we do all things, right? It's how we do things in life and it's how we do things in business. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. And I love that saying, because I do live by that. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I tell my husband that all the time. When it's time to take care of the baby, if you are a super entrepreneur in the business at home, I need you to be super dead as well. I need you to clean up and do all that it takes. (laughs) And so for you, your story is quite phenomenal because you know about the struggle where you're just kind of putting effort in and out and just kind of almost going against the grain and yeah. you know that it's the it's it's real and so you are against not seeing results okay let me say you're allergic to not seeing results and that's why you stepped into this um opportunity to help women so tell us about how it all began what your why essentially how you stepped into this absolutely so you know i tell people all the time i think that this is really a calling for me Um, And I know that I I don't think it I know that this is a true calling for me because I have always been that person that people would come to seeking advice, the sounding board, the um, the calm in the storm, the one that is able to pull people off the ledge and have them look at things from a different perspective. And that's exactly where all of this started. So in my corporate life, I was a lead project manager for one of the largest medical centers in Detroit, Michigan. and. I started actually a Bible study in our workplace. (laughs) And true to form, I was elected the leader. It's like almost anything that I do, I end up being the leader, right? That's another kind of trait that we know that we have. and, And those things tend to happen because 
if you have that characteristics about yourself and you are a born leader, people see that and they mm-hmm. look to you to take charge and really lead. And so somehow I got elected to be the leader. Nice. <laughs> and we would meet every week, right? Going through a Bible study and, and really just enhancing our understanding of Christ and what it means to us to live in Christ and, and for him to live in us and, and, and our identity and all of that. And it was five women that worked with me that realized I was this person that had um, this unshakable faith, right? This uh, demeanor about me that no matter what was going on in life, no matter what was happening around me, I was always happy. I was always positive. I was always uplifting, encouraging. And they yeah. call me like the flowers and berries lady. <laughs> So they were the ones that actually suggested that I look into coaching. And I had no idea what that was. I was like, I don't coaching. What do you mean? Sports coaching? What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) And so I did my work. I researched and I, I realized, you know what? This is really what I've been doing all along. And I wanted something that would align with my beliefs and my values. And so I looked into Christian life coaching and that was my first endeavor is becoming a certified Christian life coach because it aligned with everything that I believed. So I became certified in that. And as time went on, you know, when we're in business, we have different iterations in our business and we go through, you know, evolutions and evolving and moving and changing. And so women were coming to me, but they were coming to me for help with their coaching business. And I was like, I'm not business coach. I I didn't even know why they were coming to me for that. But the coach that I had at the time explained to me that, well, what they see is that, you know, you have your coaching business, everything seems to be very well put together and you seem to have it all put together. So they really want what you have and they want them to teach you how to do that. And so I was kicking and screaming. I'm like, I don't want to be a business coach. (laughs) That's not what I want. And then she said to me, So does that mean that you are going to turn away the women that are coming to you for help? And I was like, no, because my desire was always to help. Right. So I said, no, of course not. I want to be there to be able to help them. And so that's when I kind of took a turn and said, okay, I'll, I'll look at business coaching. And so that's where I began with the business coaching. And then I became, you know, a Les Brown certified speaker, trainer and, and coach all because he was like my mentor from afar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I got the opportunity to really work with him, that was a blessing. And uh, so I became certified in that. And then I became certified as a sacred money archetype coach, helping people get rid of those money blocks so that they can wow. generate mm-hmm. income business. And then also with the money breakthrough coaching, I became certified in that as well. And that's wow. my job. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is beautiful. And, and it seems to continue to evolve. Uh, as you evolve, um, Jim Rohn says, um, your business will not will grow as long as you keep growing. You know, right. so it seems as more as you attain, as more accreditations, as more as you learn, then you'll find new ways and new opportunities to serve. And that's where your heart is, is the serving heart, which is very endearing to see a business. It does change. It does change quite a bit. Now, I want to talk about Les Brown. I learned from him as well from afar. Tell me how that experience has been to get close and personal and work with the great Les Brown. 
It was amazing. It was really amazing. It's amazing to be in the same room and then to share stage with him and have him direct and guide you on how to really tell your story and how to be impactful with your audience and connect with your audience. Right. Those are all things that, of course, we have to learn along the way if we're not natural speakers and most of us aren't. So it was really amazing to have that opportunity to be in the room with him and have him critique, you know, and listen to my story and then help us to really add the power, if you will, to our stories so that people can not only relate, but they can see themselves in our transformation. And that's what was most important for us. Yeah. And you're doing that so well. And so they told us here, um, now with the, let's talk about the money mindset or the, how to break through. Because I know a lot of the time it has to do with some type of trauma, deep, 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 deep in there in the subconscious mind that you are actually an expert in going in and, and providing that, that breakthrough and, and removing that lack mentality, yes. which sometimes is our default. And unfortunately, it yeah, it is. And, and you know what? Lenita, it's not always about trauma sometimes. It sometimes it's just our way of being because that's what we were taught. Okay. So it doesn't always have to be like the deep, 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 deep trauma, but it's it's when we are raised by parents or, or adult figures who don't have a solid growth mindset. Right. Mm -hmm. And who had to deal with poverty and had to deal with lack and had to deal with not really knowing where the next meal is coming from or how they're going to pay the next bill. They had to live that life. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of us, we were raised in that and and we live that same experience. And so these are just things that we were taught that, you know, all the sayings that money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, we're not rich or, or thinking that rich people had to do something illegal or bad in order to get rich. All of those things and beliefs were passed down to us and mm-hmm. we carry them into our adulthood. And a lot of times we don't realize that that's what we're carrying. I, I even remember before my own transformation, mm-hmm. I would always say to my daughter, oh, we can't afford that. Right. And and money doesn't grow on trees. It's the same patterns, the same things that we would repeat because it's a part of our pathology. And so Mm -hmm. having to really look at that and dig deep and understand why I am believing things about money that I'm believing, that's what helps us to be able to break free from those limiting beliefs and realize that this world is abundant. And we get to have, do, and be whatever it is that we want, right? So- That's how I learned how to not only transform my own mind, but to be able to help others transform their minds and their way of thinking, especially when we're believers, especially when we're in that arena. Because on one hand, we're saying, I believe anything is possible for me. Right. And I believe and I have the faith that I can achieve and do anything. But then on the other hand, if we're making declarations that I don't have enough money, I'm I'm struggling. All of that goes against what's what's really true about what's possible for us. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I'm, I'm able to help people to really dig deep and look at where are the limiting beliefs coming from? What mm-hmm. is the belief that you carried from childhood into your adulthood? And it shows up in everything that you do. It shows up in your business decisions or your lack thereof business decisions because there's fear. And you won't yeah. make a decision to move forward. You won't invest in yourself. You yeah. won't, you know, invest in in your business and making sure that you're getting the things that you need in order to grow your business. Yeah. All of those things show up. 
And then they also show up in your life because a lot of times we miss out on investing in things that are for our own well-being because we carry that belief that I can't afford it or maybe that's not for me, right? That's just for rich people. (laughs) I used to say that sometimes too, but getting really deep and understanding like where these limiting beliefs are coming from and then rooting them out and creating new money stories is what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, Some testimonials, I guess there's some insight to where you taking someone from that lack mindset to a growth mindset and actually saw the evidence results. Absolutely. I see that a lot. I see that a lot. And where I see it most is when they recognize that this is the story that I'm telling this, this is the language that I'm using. Cause again, we don't, we don't see it. We don't recognize it right away. But when I can point out these phrases, these declarations that you're saying, they are confirming lack. And when they see that, I can see the light bulb go off and go, oh my goodness, I've been saying that all my life. Right. Right. And then where it shows up most is in the confidence level. And that's when I can see them stand tall and and go after the things that they really desire. Most importantly, when we're talking about women entrepreneurs, it shows up in them not charting what they're worth, right? Mm -hmm. And so when they have that shift, then I can see them stand up for themselves and ask for the income and, and the funds that they deserve because they're offering value and they're helping to transform lives. That's where I see it most often. And so I take someone through that journey and they may have started out with me and they were charging like maybe $75 an hour, right? By the time they finish working with me, (laughs) with me, they're more on the high end of $5,000 for just a coaching program, right? Right. But it's because they begin to see their own worth and value. And they also begin to see how they are counteracting what they really want instead of really helping to manifest those things that they want. And I see that transformation all the time. And and they are indeed manifesting it. And so that's how you take the entrepreneurs to go from overwhelmed, lack, to profit. Exactly. Exactly. Because the overwhelm is not just in the business practical things, right? It's it's not just in the, well, should I start my website or should I market this way or market that way? The overwhelm most often is in our head. Mm-hmm. It's in the thoughts. It's in the stories that we're telling ourselves, right? One of my favorite quotes is by George Bernard Shaw that says, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their mind cannot change anything. It like all it. starts with a change or a renewing of your mind. Yeah. One of our topics here. Absolutely. We transform by the renewal of, renewing of, of the mind. mind. Yes. And I like to, um, there's this, Dr. Amen coined it this way, ants, automatic negative thoughts. And so they they run havoc, right, in, in our minds. And But with any habits, you can't just break it. You have to replace it. So tell us about that process because those declarations, those ants, have to be replaced with self-affirmations and new declarations, new dialogue, new language, as you say. Yes. And that's that's why I was so excited about your podcast, because, you know, morning, a morning routine that I'm like all about that. And I, and I must say that it wasn't until I adopted a morning routine that helped me to renew my mind, change my way of thinking and adopt those positive affirmations about what was possible for me and also about who I am. 
It wasn't until I adopted that that helped me to move out of one way of thinking and move more into the growth mindset, right? So it it really starts with replacing the things that we're saying that are disempowering and the things that we're saying that go against what we really desire and go against who we are. Because at the true core of everything, we are amazing beings and we can do, be and have anything that we desire. It's just a matter of changing our mind and changing how we describe ourselves, how we label ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, Mm -hmm. how we honor ourselves or dishonor ourselves. Mm -hmm. All of that, when we begin to change that, that is what helps us to change our mindset and our way of thinking about who we really are. Yeah. And it does say change. When you change, everything around you change. Again, that's a Jim Rohn thing. So let's talk about changing our environment without like literally telling people like back off. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because the truth is that whatever it is that we're putting out, that's what we're attracting back. Right. So when we change our mind and change again, how we speak about ourselves, the declarations that we're making, everything has to align with that. Everything. So now you begin to receive the very things that you're putting out. And so if you're putting out positive things, not only about yourself, but also about your environment, if your worldview changes and you begin to see that there's more opportunity out there available for you, there is more um, abundance available for you, there's everything available for you. When you change your thoughts and your mind, everything out there will change as well. But when we're stuck in one way of thinking with that fixed mindset, we can't even see opportunity because all we can see and focus on is what's here and now. And, and people like to say face reality. Well, I don't always agree with facing reality. You're just <laughs> I mean, going to keep drawing more of the same reality if you do. <laughs> and, and, you know, and sometimes you say that. And people are like, oh, so you just want us to live. That's why they used to call me the flowers and berries lady. <laughs> you just want us to live in this, this woo-woo world where, you know, we just ignore all the stuff that's going on. Not necessarily. You can be aware of the stuff that's going on around you, but it does not have to be a part of your reality. So, for instance, a lot of people right now are talking about, oh, the economy is bad and the economy, we're going to go into a recession and all of these things are going to happen. That does not have to be a part of your reality. And it could still happen around mm-hmm. you, but it still doesn't have to be a part of your reality. It is all about what you're focused on. It's all about what you call it to be. What you call it to be, right? Because my Bible says <laughs> it is what I say it is, mm-hmm. right? And so that goes for everything in our life and in our business. And if we stay focused on what we desire and we stay focused on the thing that we know that we have to help us to be able to get there. And that is, of course, we have this higher being that's always right there helping us. That's always conspiring everything that we need to put it right in place to say, this is where it is. This is how you get it. And if we follow that guidance, right, and we listen, that's all a part of the morning routine. (laughs) You got to listen. You got to take some time to just sit and listen so that you can hear your guidance, you can hear instructions, you can hear where the next opportunity is and what the next step is. But so often we get caught up in, I want to see the whole picture. I want to see everything happen right now. For most of us, we couldn't even handle that. If we really, really believe in what is out there for us and how vast that is and how abundant that is, you couldn't even handle it all at once. 
But that's why we're given one step at a time. And it's up to us to believe that if I take this step, the next one will be shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm curious to see how you have this unwavering faith and your co-workers back then described you as that. So now you're saying your morning routine kind of helps you and allows you to listen, to stay in alignment per se, and be the creator of, yes. of your day-to-day creator. Absolutely. So you're saying we're creators. essentially. Absolutely. <laughs> and be connected, right? That That's my moment to connect. That's my moment to have that conversation and to have that connection, right? And and it's about really creating something that helps to renew your mind, renew your faith, and uplift you and encourage you. So for me, it's all about listening to, whether it's a sermon, it could be a motivational speech. Of course, I listen a lot to Les Brown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It can be, um, I listen a lot to Abraham Hicks. It can be anything that is uplifting and encouraging me to believe in who I really am. That's a huge part of it. The other part is, of course, sitting in the silence so that I can then hear, right? Because it's not always about me talking and me asking God and, and praying and begging. It's about me listening because I've already asked. I've already asked for my heart's desire. And they God already knows that. He knows what yeah. that is. Now it's my turn to listen so I can hear. Yeah. So I can hear the instruction and the guidance, right? And that's what meditation does, uh, that Absolutely. listening piece. Because prayer is you talking to God and meditation and listening is God talking to you. It has to be a communication of two and three, right? Yep. So I, I do have to ask about Abraham Hicks that, you know, she <laughs> refers and talks about the source. And how do you, as a Christian woman, coin the two? <laughs> so let me tell you. When I first was introduced to the law of attraction, I was probably like most Christians. And I was like, nope, (laughs) don't want to hear it. To me, it sounded as if we were replacing God. And so, of course, with my upbringing and with, you know, what I've been taught in the Christian world was there's, there's just one God, there's no other God. And so I turned away. I was like, nope, nothing to do with that. I don't want anything to do with that. And as God would have it, right, if it is for our well-being, he will continually reintroduce things to us to get us down that path, right? So probably three years later, it came up again. But now I was in a different place spiritually. And I had moved from being so much in religion, more into relationship. Mm-hmm. And more into spirituality, right? And I found a church home that was teaching spirituality and, and, and how to have a real relationship with God. And so when it was reintroduced to me, I could then see how it aligned with what the word of God said and what our abilities are according mm-hmm. to what God says, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I evolved throughout the years and learned more, and because and, I've been studying Abraham Hicks for probably 20 years now. (laughs) Um, But as I evolved and learned more and more, what I began to understand and know is that if if God is this vast being that is the creator of all, the maker of all, then how is it that we try to put him in a box and say, he's only this and he's only this name and he's only this way, right? So 
that changed my perspective on who he really is or who this being really is. And so I view him greater than that. So for me, it doesn't matter what name you give it. It does not matter at all. What I do know is it's a greater power than myself, but I'm a part of that power. I'm a part of that power. I'm a co-creator with that power. So it's not separate from me. It's not this being that sits way high and and I'm separate down here and I'm way low. We are equal. And so when I say that, sometimes people get a little, (laughs) but the truth is (laughs) I'm a part of that same source. Yeah. And I I love that. (laughs) I love that. I I needed to hear that to see how it is linked and correlated because one thing that gets me is when I go to church and I'm told I'm a sinner and then here I am trying to see myself as a as a creator as a as a abundant powerful source and powerful being and then it's it's contradicting <laughs> it really is it really is and, and that's you know and that's why a lot of what I had to do was was really separate myself from some teachings and and again nothing wrong with what they're teaching, how they're teaching. What I understand and know to be true is that in each of our own time, we have to come to our own awakening. And it's different for each of us, right? So it kind of moved me out of this whole judgment thing about, you know, well, that religion is not really real or that religion, you shouldn't do that. It moved me out of all of that because what it led me to know is that Whatever your belief is, that's your belief. You get to live that. You get to be that. And no one can tell you that it's right or wrong. It's Mm -hmm. your belief. And your belief will perform for you just as well as my belief will perform for me. And neither one of them are right or wrong. It's what you choose to believe and what you choose to live. And when we can respect each other in that way, that's what makes us have a more inclusive world and communities. Yeah. Because we appreciate each other from whoever or wherever you are. Yeah. And that's what I learned most. Yeah. I like to say if we can respect the source within each one of us, if we can respect the God in all of us, then in, in everything, go. like just abundance of like walking outside and seeing the butterfly flew by. Like, oh, yeah, I noticed that. I'm not just going to brush it off. Yes. You know, seeing yes. the source in that and being in that moment of feeling good all yeah. the time and all then you keep time. attracting it, that law of attraction. And so, the manifestation is it's already, as she says, in the vortex. Yeah, so you don't have to do anything to it, but just be in the moment and feel, be happy and feel good. Your vibration <laughs> align with it so that you can receive it. That's it. That's yeah. it. And, and if you look at all of the different, you know, characteristics of religion and, and different types of, you know, religion and beliefs and all that, they all come back to the same thing. Love. They all come back to love. Yeah. And so... When we practice love for one another, it doesn't matter what your belief is. Yeah. It really doesn't because I love you no matter what. Yeah. It's unconditional, right? You don't need the condition to be attached to it for you to be happy, for you to love somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And no, that's the same truth about if you have to have conditions be in a certain way in order for you to manifest the things that you want, it's much more difficult for you to manifest that way. Because you've got to create your own condition, which is first being content and happy where you are. Now, that's a hard one for some people. (laughs) Some people are like, well, how content with this? I don't have what I want, this and the other. Yeah, but you have a lot that you're not showing gratitude and appreciation for. And that's the starting point. 
right? When we can be grateful for where we are in this moment, for whatever it is that we have, whatever it is that we've accomplished, then we're opening the door for more to come in. Yeah, well put. Well put, Valerie. Now, let's talk about your morning routine. How do you get up, dress up, and show up? (laughs) (laughs) So I start my morning routine, of course, with prayer and meditation, right? Um, I have to have that quiet time that I can, again, speak and I can listen, right? Um, And then I'm always listening to something uplifting and encouraging. So every, every morning I listen to Abraham Hicks, every morning without fail, right? I'm usually probably going to listen to about three or four of those. And then it's journaling as well, because I I like to journal my feelings, where I am, why I'm feeling certain things that that all comes with self-awareness. Because a lot of times we just we skim over our feelings. We could be feeling something, but we don't either. Either we don't want to admit it or we're afraid to admit it or we're afraid that we're even feeling that way. But you have to become aware of what your feelings are in order for you to then do the work that you need to do to either move past them, deal with them, right? Or release them. And so I'm I'm big on journaling, you know, just to write out kind of what I'm feeling. The other thing that I like to journal is my successes. Oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we spend all of our time focusing on what is not going well, as opposed to what is actually working, what right. is going well, what what is some of the successes that I've had over the last week or yesterday. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like to journal my successes also because that helps me when I get in those valley moments and I'm feeling like I really haven't done anything or I haven't accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. I can go back and read my journal and I can see all of the successes that I've had, no matter how small they are. Right. And so I do a lot of journaling with my successes as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it gets you in that headspace because it sets the mood for the rest of the day. And it's already on gratitude. It's already on appreciating those little things. And it's already you're connected to yes. the source already. And it's, it's yes. powerful that the, yeah. the morning routine really, I mean, it changes lives. <laughs> it changes. It changes. And, and the last thing that I do is set the intention for the day. Yeah. Like, what is it that I intend for this day? Right. Because it's all about commanding your days. You can't just get up and just go through life. You have the power and you should command your days. Yeah. Yeah, well put. Uh, Valerie, tell us, how can we connect with Victorious Life Coaching? Where can we find you? Give us the handles. All right. So I am Valerie Priester everywhere. Super easy. (laughs) Super easy. My website is ValeriePriester.com. You can find me there. Um, And I'm also actually hosting a upcoming Money Mindset VIP two-day intensive. Um, That's going to be on October 28th and 29th. And it's uh, Abundance Amplified. It's a two-day Money Mindset power-up. So you can find me, find out information about that on all of my social media platforms on my website as well. And you can find me under Valerie Priester everywhere. Very nice. It's been such an honor and pleasure connecting with you today. I really do uh, appreciate it. Thank you for the time. It was a pleasure being here with you. And thank you for the invitation. Of course. Well, all right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.